Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. Coming up, we have more basketball to talk about, talking some college and high school. Also, later on the night, we'll talk about the Colts and their matchup with Dallas tomorrow night. The man himself, top of the hour scoreboard update with a bunch of the Minister of Information, the Secretary of Scores. It's Network Indiana's Eddie Garrison. Thank you, Coach Lovell. It's a pleasure to be with you and James Adams here this evening in downtown Indianapolis. A lot of basketball going on, some college football to get to, and some Colts preview. We've got a three and a half minutes left, so let's get it to you now, starting with some girls basketball high school, that is, uh, from tonight. Bedford North Lawrence defeats New Albany 71-31. Beach Grove just edges out Hauser 50-45. Benton Central by a three over Seeger 43-40. Blackford was all over Madison Grants 71-22. Westdale only puts up 14 points on their loss to Blue River. Blue River scores 51 today. Taylor only registers 8 in their loss to Carroll from Flora. 63-8 final score. Carroll of Flora with the win. Columbus North all over Terre Haute South. 62-23. Crawford County's defense was on another level tonight. 51-10, their final score over Clarksville. Crawfordsville defeats Attica 52-46. Fort Wayne, Canterbury falls to Culver Academy 68-22. Danville, they defeat Franklin Central 62-41. East Central, Jennings County, close fun game. 58-45, final score, East Central pulls away late in that win over Jennings County. Evansville Central and Jasper. 45-38 final score with Evansville Central coming away with the win tonight. And Evansville North, Lawrence North, a close game. That was a fun one to watch. 57-51, Evansville North picks up the win over Ellen. Now moving on to boys high school basketball, Beach Grove, Northwood. 55-51 final score and Beach Grove comes away with the win. Ben Davis and Kokomo, another great game earlier this afternoon. Ben Davis picks up a win, 58-51. Brownsburg and Heritage Hills. Brownsburg's offense was clicking on all cylinders today. 73-50 to was the final score, and the Bulldogs come away with a win. Edinburgh and Waldron, 66-44 final score. Edinburgh with the win. Evansville Boss with a win over West Vigo, 68-46. Goshen defeats Bremen, 60-28. This is in boys' high school basketball. Heritage Christian of Dyer defeats Trinity Greenlawn, 40-19. Indianapolis Roncalli. Just edges out Indianapolis short ridge. A win is a win is what they say in the coaching world. 50-48. to 48. Roncalli with the win. Lebanon and Northview. 78-47 final score. Lebanon picks up the win. Lenton Stockton. They defeat Heritage Christian by a dozen. 64-52. to 52. And Mishawaka. Marion puts up 85 points in their win over Fort Wayne Lures, who scores 50 on that Mishawaka Marion defense. College football going on right now. They're at halftime from Lucas Oil Stadium here in downtown Indianapolis. Purdue Boilermakers and the Michigan Wolverines. Michigan number two in the college football playoff ranking. Very hard to see them moving down after TCU and USC both fall in their conference championship games. But right now, 
The Wolverines clinging on to a one-point lead, 14-13 at halftime. Aiden O'Connell, only three incompletions, 180. Three yards. Dylan Mockaby with a touchdown run in the first quarter. That's the only touchdown for Purdue. A pair of fields from 33 and 45 yards out. J.J. McCarthy hit his tight end Schoonmaker for a touchdown. That's the only touchdown uh, for Schoonmaker. McCarthy with two passing touchdowns. Loveland on the, rece- the receiving end the first time they got Michigan on the board. And that's how we're at 14 to 13. College basketball, Indiana. They went on the road to Rutgers, and they fall today, 63-48. Miller Cop scores 21 points for the Hoosiers, and he accounts for all but one of their three-pointers. He went 5 of 9. The rest of the team was 1 for 16. It's the first loss of the season for Indiana. Welcome back. Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Before the Scoreboard update, we were talking to David E. Hall from the Ball State Network. Cardinals lose at the horn to Duquesne, 78-77. A three from uh, long range at the horn. Back-to-back one-point losses. Uh, I'm sure Coach Lewis uh, trying to keep his kids pumped up because they've been in a position to win games. As we like to say, he just haven't closed them out. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, you know, Coach said on the post game, he's not into moral victories. But I think, Bob, it's, it's so raw and fresh at the moment. But if you look back at the way this team is playing and think of the ball that we're going to play in January and February, when it counts during league play, um, I'm still very bullish on the way this team is coming together. So, yes, two tough losses, but in the big scheme of things against two very good ball clubs, they easily could be six and two right now, and you know they're they're going to be a team to reckon with. I I truly believe still when the Mac rolls around. Yeah, I think one thing obviously they've got to do is find that second score. Uh, they're, they're consistently getting Jerron knocking down baskets. Somebody else got to step up right now. Yeah, and, and I mean today they had five guys in double figures. If you look, the one chink in the armor right now is free throw shooting, in particular mm. Peyton Sparks. Now Peyton a double double today, ten points, twelve rebounds, four assists, four of nine from the free throw line. Now this is a guy that goes to the line thirteen most in the NCAA, the most of any freshman last year in college basketball. He shot it at a 70% clip last year, Bob, which is really, for a big man, particularly a freshman, is terrific. This year, he's at 49%. And so for somebody that gets there that often, that's a lot of points that you're, you're leaving on the on the line. So it's just one of those things. It's you know, He's got a good stroke, and, and hopefully he can start to get some confidence. But, you know, that that uh, in these close games, all those freebies really matter. All right, who's up next for the cards? Yeah, Eastern Illinois on the road Wednesday night. Uh, Eastern's just one and seven. So a uh, chance maybe to get right before then the cards come home. Finally, they've been on the road forever. Finally, right. against uh, Evansville uh, at Worthen on Saturday. Well, let's hope that's exactly what happens. Dave Eha, the man from the Ball State Network. David, thank you so much. Have a great night. All right, Coach, you too.
Thanks so much. Chris Norton from WITZ in Jasper joins me. Has the Lagodi win over Jasper tonight, 49-46. Chris, thanks so much for the call. Was this a, a, a shot at the horn, or how does this thing end? Yeah, you know what it was? With 20 seconds remaining, Jasper was down four. Carter Moody with a big jumper cuts the lead to two. An offensive foul from Lagoda gives Jasper the ball back. They go one of two from the free throw line, get their own rebound on the miss, get fouled again, tie things up in the first free throw, second one off the mark. Peyton Bledsoe, who already had 25 points for Lagoda, grabs it, wheels all the way into the front court. He's a righty, moves to his left on the volleyball line at the buzzer, bank shot. And it goes in, and Ligoti, <laughs> after all that, comes away with a three-point win. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's how you win right there. I love that. I guess so. Yeah. We know this is an emotional night, probably a packed house without question. So is it close all the way through? It was, uh, you know, on the Jasper call, Jasper was up seven early with an 8-0 run. Ligoti would answer, you know, it was a a one-point lead for Jasper at the end of the first quarter. And then after that, it was a game played in the span of an eight-point window. Neither team could really get ahead, both sides shooting well from the foul stripe. It was big shot after big shot, diving for loose balls, everything you would expect from Southern Indiana basketball. Uh, Just a shame that somebody had to lose tonight. Unfortunately, that was the Jasper Wildcats. Bright spots for the Cats. Tell me who plays well. Uh, Carter Mundy, 19 points. Will Wallace continues to play pretty well down low. They've got a couple of 6'5 bodies that are still coming along. Uh, Charlie Kabrick was marking a Peyton Bledsoe all night long. Ended the night with four fouls, uh, but still ended up with eight points and did it as best as you can expect. Uh, but, you know, Bledsoe was the star of the night. 28 points. Uh, free throws, whatever he wanted, he got it. He had a rare four-point play. You know, Jasper, it looked like, was pulling away, got up by three, and then boom, four-point play, and Ligoti's got the lead back. He's Chris Norton. He's an alumnus of Indiana Sports Talk. <laughs> he sat in that producer. Yeah, you know what I mean. Sat in that producer chair more than more Friday nights than he wanted to. He's now WITZ, and Jasper has the call of Ligoti's 49-46 win over Jasper, Chris, it's great to talk to you. Have a great weekend. Thanks for having me, Coach. I appreciate the time. You're welcome. Thank you. Chris Hamilton from Franklin College will join us after this scoreboard update on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard updates, I'm Eddie Garrison. One of the great times right now about high school basketball are the tournaments that are going on in girls' high school basketball. The North Davies Tournament was this weekend. Rock Creek Academy and North Davies played in round one, and Rock Creek Academy just edged out North Davies by a triple, 39-36. Clay County and Mitchell was also in the first round. Mitchell advanced on to the championship, per se, after defeating Clay City. 39 to 26 and then coming away first place in the North Davies tournament girls basketball Rock Creek Academy defeated Mitchell 45 to 42 and then finishing third was North Davies when they defeated Clay City 33 to 25 the Cass County Invitational going on uh, Logan Sport and Lewis 
Cass, that was for the third place game. And Logansport, they defeated Lewis Cass 51-39 going on right now. Caston and Pioneer, that is for first place. Some other scores across the state. Vincennes Rivette defeats Bar Reeve in overtime 40-34. Vincennes Lincoln defeats Evansville Bossy 57-23. Tri-Central defeats Faith Christian 58-45. Switzerland County just beats... Christian Academy, 42-33. South Bend, Washington. They put up 92 points in the win over Fort Wayne South, who puts up 17. And Shelbyville, they almost, almost stole up Batesville. They scored a little more than double. 58-26 was the final score. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. I am ready. I'm back talking ball. Welcome back, everybody. Let's talk some basketball. Chris Hamilton joins me, the brand-new f- basketball coach at my alma mater, Franklin College, tonight, HCAC play. So much for the call, and congratulations on the win. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure talking to a fellow Grizzly. Uh, I hear you. <laughs> I'll tell my <laughs> wife too. She's a former. She's a former Grizzly. So um, you guys, listen. You and I talked after the IUPUI game. I like your team. I, I, I like how they play. Uh, I like how they share the ball. Uh, I like how they defend. I just like everything about them. And uh, I understand taking over a program uh, as successful as it's been. But it's also a situation where it's you and your guys, and you got to be pleased. Going on the road in league play is never easy, and that's an impressive win. Yeah, I mean, kind of starting from what you were saying, I mean, very fortunate to be coming into a place that has a standard of excellence like Franklin, you know, coming into a spot that's won back-to-back ACAC right. tournament titles and a regular season before that. You know, I'm certainly very fortunate, but – uh, the guys, they were really locked in. Um, we had a, a good game plan going into today, but I think, you know, you can have all the game plans you want, but the players go out there and make the plays. And to mm-hmm. see them have 31 assists tonight, you know, that, that was probably my favorite part. Um, Yikes. You know, no one, <laughs> no, yeah, no one no one cared who got the credit. Um, I think we made a, the unofficial school record of 23 threes. Um, but, you know, the guys are just really sharing it. And, you know, we've been great defensively in stretches. Um, and have, they've been re- learning a new system, like you were saying. And, you know, sometimes that can be frustrating. Uh, but we try to keep them confident, um, knowing that the next shot's going in. You know, the ball has no memory. You know, it'll, it'll do what you tell it to do. Uh, you know, so we're we're looking forward to, I think, an, an even better future. Well, I think the, uh, the, it's important, too, recognize you have some guys, as you pointed out, have played on uh, two straight uh, championship teams. And uh, they got a lot of pride. They want to continue uh, to play at that level. And if you're new to the program, you have to elevate your game to keep up with those guys. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think it really does start with the seniors. Uh, we have two great seniors, David Aarons and Carter Crow. Uh, and then, you know, all the guys that are throughout the state of Indiana, too. I mean, we have guys from Floyd Central, South Bend Adams, you know, Decatur, Whiteland. You know, so I think mm-hmm. all of them, you know, they may not have played against or with each other in high school. Uh, but to see how well that, you know, they really take pride in what's on the front of the jersey, you know, which has made it really easy for me to, you know, talk about, you know, playing for the guy next to you. Like you talked about defensively, like guarding with pride, um, not just in winning your matchup, but having your teammates back. Um, and I think that's been something that has been – Probably probably the best part, you know, the thing that's been the most fulfilling, I would say, is watching right. them play and compete with such passion to make sure that they don't let the guy next to them down. All right, so when do you play again? 
So we will be – it's actually at home next Saturday against Manchester. Uh, Coach Conley's doing a great job there. Off to a 3-0 right. start in HCAC right. play. Right. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be a great one. I know they do a really good job sharing the ball and shooting it as well. Uh, so it'll, it'll be a high-level D3 basketball game for sure. Chris Hamilton from Franklin College. Grizzlies 111-77 winners over Defiance. Coach, thank you so much for calling. We will have lunch. I promise you uh, we'll do that. But thanks for taking – no, no, I I promise you. What I'd like to do – this will sound crazy – come over and have uh, lunch in the dining hall. Reconnect with my my former – with the uh, young Bob Lovell. How's that? Uh, We we can make that happen someday. All right? Yes, sir. All right, Coach. Absolutely. Thanks. Good luck. Thank you. Dr. Lynn Clark from uh, Irish Illustrated joins me talking Notre Dame. He's not here. I'm sorry. I lost you. John Herrick. Go from one superstar to another. John Herrick from the IU Network joins me. Rutgers beats the Hoosiers 63-48. John, thanks so much for the call. This was a tough, tough game for the Hoosiers this afternoon. Yeah, uh, before I get to that, Bob, first of all, I want to congratulate the IU men's soccer team. They're going to the Final Four. Uh, they beat UNC Ooh, Greensboro okay. today 2-0. So that's uh, – <laughs> uh, I, I want to talk about the good before I have to talk about the bad and the ugly. Sure. Um, the, the, the good news is uh, I don't think you're going to see IU play as bad of a basketball game the rest of the season as you saw them play today. Uh, they were not composed. Uh, they were not sound defensively. They couldn't really make a jump shot, and, I mean, 48 points, that's just an insanely low yeah. number. And I, the weird thing is yeah. I don't think it was because of a lack of effort. I think they were getting frustrated at the officiating, but welcome to the Big Ten on the road. That's going to happen. <laughs> You're going to go on the road, and sometimes things mm-hmm. are not going to go your way. Uh, today was the first time that Trace Jackson Davis ever fouled out of a game. That should tell you that the officiating was, right. well, let's just put it interesting at best. But this team uh, got completely manhandled in two areas where they have dominated, and that is on the glass. They've usually been a very good rebounding team, and they normally get it done in the paint. Well, they didn't get it done in the paint. They got outscored 24-14 to 14 after they scored 50 points in the paint against North Carolina on Wednesday. And their bench got outscored 20-6. to six. They normally can rely on their bench to be very productive. It didn't help that Jalen hood Shafino didn't play today, but you've right. got to be able to right. overcome that. And Mike Woodson has preached uh, next man up all the time. And um, they just they got to figure out a way to simply play better on the road because these road Big Ten games are not going to get any easier as the season goes on. Yeah, it was it was disappointing, and uh, you know, and the other part of it too that you don't discuss. Hey, that first road trip is a big one, especially in league play. You, you know, you you don't know yet a, a great deal about your team, even though you're, you know, you played some ball games, but it's different. And then let's also give credit. Rutgers had a great game plan defensively, gave great help inside on Trace, uh, did a great job to close out people on the pass. Uh, Rutgers did what they needed to do defensively, and at times the Hoosiers weren't able to match that. Yeah, I also you make a great point, Bob. I think Rutgers put the rest of the Big Ten on notice because Mike Woodson said it in the pregame interview with Don Fisher. This team loves to junk, you know, just basically ugly the game up or junk the game up. And when they do that, that's very frustrating yeah. to a team that doesn't want to play like that. 
And so when they try to do that, you can't get frustrated. You can't lose your composure. And you saw some guys lose their composure today, uh, especially towards the end of the game. And then they, you know, they, they force you to make bad, take bad shots that you don't normally take. They force you to work outside the paint when you can't get anything going in the paint. Right. And they really force you out of their game plan, and they deserve a lot of credit for that. They had three guys playing double, scoring double figures. But I was really impressed with how they played defensively because they know, like a lot of teams do, if you're going to beat a Mike Woodson coach team who loves defense, you got to be able to play defense at just as high of a level as they do, if not higher. And they really, really brought the energy level today. Their home crowd fed off it, but I was – very impressed with the way they handled things. And IU's now lost right, who's, six straight games at Rutgers, so it's tough to play there. Who's up next for uh, the Hoosiers? It is Nebraska on Wednesday night. Um, I'll be doing play-by-play, actually, because Don's getting a prestigious award in Las Vegas. I'm very excited about that. And Nebraska's yeah. coached by Fred Hoiberg, who was a one-time Indiana Pacer. They got a big game tomorrow against Creighton, who's ranked seventh in the country. So, I'll be interested to see how the Cornhuskers do tomorrow before they play IU on Wednesday because they they can score. They're not the greatest team defensively, right. but Fred Hoiberg's teams can always score. So tomorrow will be an interesting watch against Creighton for them. All right, good luck on Wednesday. Make us all proud. You're, you're an alumnus of Indiana Sports Talk, so make us all proud, okay? I won't watch. I'll – I'll listen uh, just for you. You'll do great. John Herrick from the IU Network. Hey, John, thanks. Have a great weekend. Not a problem. Thank you, Coach. Thanks so much. All right, coming up after this scoreboard update, the man himself, Greg Rigstraw, will join us. We'll also spend some time with um, Coach Keith Whitty from Edinburgh. Lancers get a big win tonight. we got a lot of basketball to talk about tonight. Later on tonight... We'll talk a little bit of professional football. Colts have a uh, Sunday night game in Dallas. Uh, should be fun. Give a chance for all of us to watch some ball. Uh, also, a reminder, don't forget to send us pictures, videos, scores, uh, at IND Sports Talk, hashtag IST. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update... I'm Eddie Garrison. Second half is underway from Lucas Oil Stadium. The number two Michigan Wolverines and the Purdue Boilermakers. Michigan got the ball out of halftime and Donovan Edwards 60-yard run on the first play after the touchback. Four plays later, Michigan scored a touchdown and they now lead 21-13. Purdue gets the ball and they go three and out. So they are punting it back to Michigan down 8-21-13. About 11.24 left in the third quarter. Some high school basketball going to the boys' side this time. The Lafayette Tournament 
was today. Lafayette Central Catholic and Twin Lakes, that was the battle for seventh place. And Lafayette Central Catholic defeated Twin Lakes 65-51. McCutcheon and Lafayette Jeff, they were battling for fifth place. And Lafayette Jeff puts up 60 points in their win over McCutcheon, who scored 47. Rensselaer Central and West Lafayette, they battled it out for third place. A really, really close and fun game here. A triple is the difference. 63-60, the final score, and West Lafayette picks up the win. And then your winner of the Lafayette tournament. Championship game was between Benton Central and Harrison and West Lafayette. 63-38 to was the final score. And Harrison and West Lafayette is your winner of the Lafayette tournament. The Banks of Wabash tournament was also today. And South Vermillion, they defeat Park Heritage 67-55 to for the championship. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, everyone, to Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Greg Rakestraw, the one and only, the best at what he does, joins us from the IFC Sports Network in Brownsburg. Sneakers for Santa. What a great day of hoops, Greg Rakestraw. It was. We had four different play-by-play guys and three different analysts calling seven games today. Because I actually had a college football game for IFC Hobart, the America's Crossroads Bowl. The Truman beat Tiffin, 28-27. That was the afternoon game. But the evening basketball game was Cathedral against Centerville of Ohio in the feature game. Second straight year that Cathedral has taken on an Ohio school in the final game of this event. Last year was Brush, a team out of the Cleveland area that beat Cathedral. Tonight it's Centerville out of the Dayton area, which is led by Gabe Cups, who's going to play at Indiana University next year. He had 25. There was a guy that's not even playing college basketball as of now next year. Jerron Tibbs is going to play football at Purdue. He had 33 as Cathedral had the rare night where Xavier Booker and Jake Davis combined for just seven points. But Tibbs' 33 was enough, and the Irish mm. run their record to 4-0 as they beat Centerville by a score of 64-58. to That's impressive. You know, that that's that when your best players have an off night and you still are deep enough and talented enough to beat a pretty good basketball team, that's uh that's quite a, an endorsement for what uh, the Irish are doing right now. I I do think that that Tibbs is going to kind of be their Mr. Clutch, you know, this year. And and the difference that you see mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. cathedral team and I, it'll get better, but I'm not sure it'll be what it was last year. There's not another kid like Tayshawn Comer on that team. And Tayshawn, an Indiana All-Star, no, playing no, at East no. Kentucky, the, the all-time leading scorer at Cathedral and, and a four-year starter. And really, the last three years, he was the kid you handed the ball to and said, here, go figure it out. Because he was so good at taking care of the basketball. Right, right. He couldn't press him. You know, He was the guy that was going to take care of it in late-game situations. Sincere Germany and LeBron Goff are the starting backcourt tonight. They're both rotational pieces from last year. Sincere, a very good shooting senior. Goff, the point guard of the future, he's a sophomore. They got a good effort from Kamari Slaughter, the transfer from Portage. He had 13 points off the bench, and it wouldn't surprise me if, if maybe he's a starter the next time we see them when they take on Ben Davis next Saturday night. They're still really good. Don't get me wrong. and They're the deserving number one team in the state. The one area where they are different from what they were a season ago is not having you know just that unbelievably experienced point guard the way they've had the last several years. Uh, what other games did you do, or did, did you just do this one? 
I just did this from a high school basketball standpoint. I, I can tell you that, that the results. I know that North Central won handily over Bloomfield in the morning game. Beach Grove knocked off Northwood right. in a battle right. of uh, you know, the three A defending champs versus the three A number one team. Beach Grove won that one. Zionsville got a good battle from Gary. Twenty first century Zionsville won that one. Two A number one Linton Stockton was a winner over Heritage Christian. Brownsburg did not get much of a challenge from a Heritage Hills team that has a talented player in Trent Sisley, but is very young around him this year. That was a learning experience for the Patriots. Right, and then at the game that preceded Cathedral uh, and Centerville was Flory Badunga and Kokomo against Ben Davis, and it's the second night in a row I've seen Ben mm. Davis. I've mm-hmm. seen him last night. They win 59-51 over Kokomo, and Ben Davis and Cathedral, one versus two, happens next Saturday night at Southport, and again, we'll have it on ISC and my MDTV, <laughs> as that is the featured game of the, of the Forum Tip-Off Classic at a Southport Fieldhouse. Great day to be in the ISC network, isn't it? <laughs> we only had 10 games over three different sites uh, with football and Hobart, a Marion, Indiana Wesleyan doubleheader uh, at the PE Center, and seven basketball games in Brownsburg. Good day for the home team today. Well, you know what? What you do is take a day, do a little Colts work tomorrow. <laughs> you haven't been that busy this weekend. You ought, to, you ought to just relax and do some Colts post-game work tomorrow, okay? I've only got five games between Wednesday and Greg? Saturday. Greg? That's a slow week, so we'll go enjoy it. All right. I'll call you this week. Uh, I'll catch up with you. Greg Rakestraw from the ISC Network Cathedral. Uh, with a win over Centerville of Ohio, 64-58, plus other games at the Sneakers for Santa event at Brownsburg. Thanks, Greg. Have fun tomorrow. Thanks, Coach. Keith Whitty joins me from Edinburgh High School. Lancers beat Waldron tonight. Coach, thanks for the call. Congratulations on the win tonight. Uh, Thanks. Appreciate what you do there. Oh, I appreciate the kind words. Now, you know I'm just up here in Franklin, so uh, I'm happy. I, 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 I follow you guys devoutly in the Daily Journal. I'm, I'm watching, catch everything about it. You had a nice little team. You had a great run last year. You got guys back. I think you have to be pleased with where this team is right now. Yeah, you know, you, you, after you graduate through your starters, you, you know you have guys that can play, but never really know what they can quite do until you start getting the season. But, uh We've had several guys that were on our bench last year that have really stepped up and uh, have got us off to a 4-0 start, which is actually the third year in a row we've been 4-0. Um, so that, that's good for the program. That's quite uh, that's quite impressive, to be honest. And um, it's a situation where, you know, you've established a little bit of tradition. Guys uh, understand they have to keep that up and, and do the things they have to do. So t- tonight, it looks like definitively your guys were dialed in. Yes, we, uh, you know, we played last night at Ol- Olenberg, and, you know, it's a long travel over there. We got a big win over there. Uh, uh, right. Last night. So you, you never kind of know how you respond, you know, the next night with a you know, tonight was our first conference game. Um, so you sure. Kind of never quite know quite what you're going to get. Um, you know, kind of until that ball gets tossed up. But we were uh, we were dialed in from the beginning and, uh, you know, kind of set the tone early and uh, just proceed on that way throughout the game and got, got a good first conference win this year. 
All right, so tell me who plays well for you tonight in the win. Uh, tonight we were led by um, Caleb Dewey, um, a senior guard. Uh, he got a thousandth point last year. Tonight he had 30 points, 10 rebounds, had a double-double. And with those 30 points, it moved him up uh, fourth all-time on the all-time scoring list uh, at Edinburgh. And, you know, he's got a – he's with under 100 of uh, getting the all-time scoring record. So um, that looks to happen probably sometime this month. Um, but he had a really good night, you know, getting a double-double, 30 points, 10 rebounds. And of those 30, he actually hit seven threes, um, which is, uh, you know, really good for us, really good for him to – Show that outside range mm-hmm. a little bit that he does, doesn't always have a chance to show. Um, and after him, it was our uh, point guard Jarrett Turner who had 17 points. Um, you know, those two are both returning all-conference players, players for us, both returning starters. Um, you know, so we kind of rely heavily on those two, and um, they they performed well tonight. Keith Whitty from Edinburgh High School, Edinburgh. 66-44 winners uh, over um, Waldron tonight. Coach, when do you play? Who do you play next? When do you play next week? We play uh, next week on Friday in another big conference game. We travel to North Decatur. Um, obviously, they had a lot of football success this year, and several of those guys are on the basketball team. Right, right. Um, it looks it looks to be a really tough game um, as we head over there uh, Friday, and that's the only game we have next week. So, kind of good we get to concentrate just on that one game and I have to worry about a double header or anything else um, but very tough tough right. match us next week they're going to North Decatur Keith Whitty from Edinburgh coach thanks so much for the call good luck next time all right appreciate it thanks you're welcome thank you all right coming up we're going to talk with uh, Dr. Lynn Clark from Irish Illustrated uh, after this scoreboard update. We're going to talk about their difficult loss to Syracuse today, 62-61. Uh, the Orange with a W and maybe even figure out uh, some football things with the Irish. So the doctor, Lynn Clark, will join us in Irish Illustrated. Also coming up, we have a lot more high school basketball to talk about. Uh, very busy, busy weekend. Great to be back involved in this. We're glad you joined us. Don't forget to join us Friday night. We're getting ready. You know, we're always looking ahead. Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven the number two save org. Scoreboard update coming up, and then Notre Dame basketball with Dr. Lynn Clark on Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard updates, I'm Eddie Garrison. We have another score in the Purdue-Michigan Wolverines college football Big Ten championship game. It is now 28-13 Michigan Wolverines. Donovan Edwards, a 27-yard touchdown run, took two plays for Michigan to go 67 yards to extend their lead to 15. Still a two-possession game, but 
right away. Charlie Jones, reception from Aiden O'Connell for 32 yards. O'Connell now 21 to 26 for 219 yards. And Charlie Jones, nine catches for 110 yards. Another magnificent performance for the standout wide receiver of Purdue. Some college basketball scores. Indiana State, Miami of Ohio, the Sycamores pick up their eighth win of the season. They defeat the Red Hawks 88-61. Notre Dame coming off the big win earlier in the week against Michigan State. They fall to Syracuse today, 62-61. Notre Dame outscored by one in the second half. They were tied up at 35 at intermission. 42 points combined between the two guard, the guard in the center for Syracuse. Michigan, uh, Syracuse only allows Notre Dame to have three players register in double figures. Dane Goodwin leads all scores for the Irish with 16 points. Notre Dame now 6-2, and two, Syracuse 4-4. Four and four. Indiana went on the road to Rutgers and they lost 63 to 48. Miller Cop and Trace Jackson Davis combined for 34 of IU's 48 points. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Here we go. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Dr. Lynn Clark joins me as advertised. Notre Dame losing. 62-61 to Syracuse today. Lynn, thanks so much for the call. That's a tough one, tough one to lose this afternoon. Well, Eddie Garrison kind of set it in the scoreboard update. Notre Dame came in after a big win midweek against Michigan State, uh, shooting threes uh, the other night, but it was a very stifling Syracuse zone that forced some problems for the Fighting Irish, and Notre Dame only 11 of 33 for 33%. Syracuse with 34 points in the paint, so it's an inside-outside type of a game. And Dane Goodwin shot deep from the corner on the right side, bounced off the rim as time expired as the Orange pick up the ACC opener, 62-61 over the Fighting Irish. See, that's the that's the thing about it, too, is doggone it. You know, opener, conference opener, yeah, you want you just you want it, and and the things that you've done particularly well. First time you see that zone, even though you've seen it before, still uh, it's it gets in your mind. You miss some shots, it gets in your mind even more. Uh, and um, big play at the end, those kinds of things. That's just a tough. I've been through those things. That's why I do radio right now. <laughs> Well, that zone also took Nate Leshevsky out of his game. Only two points in the ball game, and that was a big difference. Notre right. Dame usually needs four players in double figures as Mike's rotation is only seven players. But a bright spot is grad transfer from Niagara, Marcus Hammond. Hit a jump shot to tie the game, his free throw, put the Irish up, and then Syracuse came down to get that uh, final shot to go to get the victory but Mike really talked about the emergence of Marcus Hammond and that's what they need right now because they lost Paul Atkinson from last year they need a big person inside Mm -hmm. so the play of Marcus Hammond was great and then uh, uh, the new Lubin guy as well is a big guy inside he played very well so it's a learning experience for Mike it's tough to lose that home opener in the ACC but you know you learn from your mistakes and they'll they'll do it again on Wednesday when Boston University comes to the Purcell Pavilion. All right, now, how many times have you been asked uh, what Notre Dame's plans are in the bowls? Can you go anywhere, superstar that you are, without being asked that question? 
Well, it changes every football game that we watch. Uh, past couple of days, everything was saying the Reliacrest Bowl against Mississippi State in Tampa. Right. Then USC loses to Utah last night. And so, Bob, these are the three possibilities yeah. from yeah. what I have been told. The Cheez-It Bowl in Orlando against Oklahoma. Probably it's going to be the Gator Bowl in Jacksonville against South Carolina, but then also the possibility of heading out to California and San Diego for the Holiday Bowl to play Oregon. So I can guarantee one thing, the Irish will be in a bowl game, and I don't know what it is right now until tomorrow afternoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your personal preference would be what, go out to California? <laughs> We just got back from California, and we've been to Notre Dame has been to Orlando. A yeah, but times. still, I think, yeah. I think the Gator Bowl against right. a very good SEC opponent in in South Carolina could be a good ball game. But it, it doesn't matter where they go; they just right. need some extra right. practice and uh, some big news uh, coming out of the Notre Dame camp. Is Drew Pine announced that he will transfer, not play in the ball game. So right. Tyler Buckner, the Notre Dame starter who played in the first two games, got injured with a shoulder injury. He will be the starting quarterback wherever they go. He's the doctor, Dr. Lynn Clark from Irish Illustrated. Uh, Notre Dame basketball today. They lose to Syracuse 62-61. Lynn, thanks so much for the call. Have a fantastic weekend. You too, Bob. Thanks so much. Coming up. We're going to short break and come back and talk some more ball. Uh, lots of high school basketball still to discuss here uh, in the next hour. We're glad you're with us. Uh, don't forget, too, um, got a little uh, college basketball coming up tomorrow. Minnesota at Purdue. Evansville at Northern Iowa. USI at Chicago State. Murray State at Valpo. Those are coming up tomorrow. We're back after this short break on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. High school basketball tonight. Forest Park over Tell City, 71-21. Corbin Lingenfelter on the call of that game. Corbin, thanks for the call. It's an impressive win for Forest Park tonight. Yeah, Coach, and it comes off of that overtime game last night where they lost to Pike Central 70-66. to right, right. They bounced back tonight, coming out with a huge win. Put it in perspective, this game was 17-2 to at the end of the first quarter. That's playing some defense. Even, a, even an old, worn-out basketball coach masquerading as a talk show host can say that defense might have been the key in this game tonight. Yeah, defense definitely was in terms of from the field. Dell City only shot 19%, hitting only seven of their 36 tries. And from beyond the arc, 26%. That's in 19, only hitting five. And they only had four free throws, and they went 50% from there. Um, Rebounding-wise, though, it was the Rangers. I mean, 42 to 20 was the ratio there. And 17 of those for the Rangers came off of Mm. offensive rebounds. Well, the Rangers get a chance to get a split. I mean, you know what? That, that, that's, that's important. Uh, that's a big deal in a situation like this. As you mentioned, tough loss last night. And you don't have much time to feel sorry for yourself. You bounce back and, and, and pick up a win and really lock people down. Yeah, Coach, and one of the things that new Coach Drew Mesmer had mentioned in our pregame interview was he wanted to see his guys take more charges, and that's how the Rangers started the ballgame off. 
Nathan Bird just sat down and took a charge that was coming his way, and you just saw the absolute excitement and joy because they were really buying into the coaching and what he had to say. In <laughs> quick turnaround, so right. That's impressive. All right, who do they play next week? We'll be at Lagodi uh, next Saturday. Uh, excuse me, next Friday night. Friday night at Lagodi. Um, that'll be uh, that'll be a good ball game. Uh, that's always those two teams always have a lot of fun when they play one another. Corbin Lingenfelter, you're the man, Corbin. Thanks for the calls this weekend. Tell City over, uh, excuse me, Forest Park over Tell City, seventy-one twenty-one. Thank you so much for doing this, and best of luck to the Rangers next week. Thank you, Coach. You have a good rest of your weekend, and have a good night. I will. I will. I absolutely will. It's always great to have Indiana sports talk. All right, coming up, top of the hour scoreboard update with the man himself, Eddie Garrison. And we're also going to talk at the top of the hour. Once we come back, David Deaton from WKLO will join us. We've got more high school basketball to talk about. Uh, don't forget, um, it is uh, basketball season. We always need your help with scores. We're always trying to replicate what's going on around the state to catch the emotion and the feel of what it's like to be in our gymnasia around the state. So send us pictures, videos, and all of those kinds of things at IND Sports Talk, hashtag IIST. Coming up, more basketball on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.